Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Do you like my crystals? They're very nice. I thought they were, I thought it was a pearl necklace. I'm not going to lie. Oh my you God. thought someone gave me a pearl necklace? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you mean the literal pearl necklace or the sexual in, sexual pearl necklace? No, I, obviously a literal pearl necklace. It doesn't look like the sexual pearl necklace. The oh, sexual I pearl thought... necklace. The sexual pearl necklace looks more like ropes. One. Yeah. Oh, have you Jesus. ever given a pearl necklace of any? Have you ever given either kind of pearl necklace? Sorry, you welcome. I think morning. we should go around the room. Let's go around the room. Has no, anyone here ever received or Let's given? Go around the room. <laughs> I, don't think can, I don't think you can ask. Um, these these two are our quote unquote um, workplace friends. But <laughs> we but we can ask each other. Okay. okay so, I know. I know how. So, HR so wait, works. hold up. It, it goes like this. You and I can ask each other. Yes. But the minute it goes into the other yes. people that I are on like our podcast, I feel like iHeart HR. I feel like iHeart HR. Me, like you can't ask Dan and Joel if they've given or received. Well, Joel can't give if they've received products. <laughs> can you imagine that call? Hey guys, it's iHeart HR. What a good show's, start. Show's great, by the way. Um, <laughs> one, 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 one note. One, one tiny note. note. One you note. can't ask Daniel and Joel if they've uh, received pearl necklace. Oh boy! <laughs> Man, this show just started. It just started. Did you have it fun doing our live show? I had a great time doing a live show. I'm not going to lie to you. I was nervous. I was like, "How are we going to top the last one?" Zach's talking about all of these freaking secret guests. Yeah. I know one of them's going to be Bill. I'm hoping, like, I was thinking it was going to be like Bill, Krista, 
and uh, Sarah. But Rob was, and Aloma, that's not a, a good great surprise. Wow. That's By such the way, a great We would have had Sarah too, uh, listeners, just so you know, uh, and those of you who watched it, but she was shooting her new fancy show. Mm. And Michael Firefly Spiller, Lane. And Michael Spiller was directing her. So there you go. Oh. So Mike Spiller wouldn't let her out. He actually texted me. He's like, sorry, I can't get you Sarah. I'm like, you dick. Wow. (laughs) That's a dickhead move, Mike Spiller. But anyway, listen, um, were you, until Bill fucking ruined it, were you surprised about Aloma? So funny. I was so surprised about Aloma. And even when Bill ruined it, that shit was funny, man. She was so funny. I didn't realize she was going to be so sassy. She was sassy. I mean, I know the character is sassy, but Aloma was sassy. She was sassy. I think there was a little bit of pent pent up anger for the you know she was like i bought an escalade <laughs> i was thinking about her escalade she i assume she leased it and then she just had to turn in the lease or something that sucks i felt yeah. bad about that i wouldn't tell that story but bill made me tell that story Bill was like tell the story <laughs> <laughs> for you guys who are wondering you'll have to watch the live show and listen well they can listen by the time this airs they won't be able to watch anymore that's right you can listen indeed um Wait a second. Um, Aloma, yeah, she did have some pent-up hostility about being killed. Yeah. There was a little bit of uh But then she did say, me. babe, she did say, Bill, thanks for my retirement. That was nice. Well, yeah, it was a great, I mean, she was on for, did she do nine seasons or did she just do the eight? Like, who went on to do the ninth? I don't did know. Rob go... was there. I wasn't there. Was Rob on dude, that season? I don't know, dude. I don't remember the ninth season. I really don't. Joel, can you look that up? Did Aloma and Rob did season nine? I don't remember. Yeah. No Why would you take? I'm that. sure Rob was there. Rob Rob wasn't gonna fucking be like, sorry, I'm moving on. <laughs> no, didn't Rob go on to do? He was doing soaps at that time, wasn't he? Wasn't he doing soaps no. at the same time as season nine? No. Yeah, so he was. was. Yeah. Ask Bill. Rob. This is the Ask Bill question. Bill. Well, we could ask Joel to Google, but okay. Bill and how about we ask? Bill takes Bill. forever and then never fucking replies. He's he, this is right? so long Dan, in the future. Daniel has to track him down for months. Often I do. Yeah. Hey Daniel, can we hook up a thing where we can call Rob like live during the show? <laughs> I feel like he would. I feel like he would answer the phone and we could ask him questions. Yes, we could if somebody wants to hook their phone up to their Zoom. So we can send, we can certainly sort you out some equipment yes. to can do that. Can you send me the gear that would enable me to do that? Yes. Because I think it would be funny to like, let's just randomly call Rob and see what he's doing. Or we could randomly call Bill or randomly yeah. call Johnny. Yeah, we could randomly, randomly call people. Yeah. I think, yeah. We, I think that's can, a nice new feature. That's a great new feature. Hey, fake doctors, real friends, fans. We've got a new feature coming. It's called what the Random Call. What you trying to call. get into? What day or soon? You know. What you trying to do? Trying to get into? The Random Call. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these my friend has a crystal company that I'm on a shout out because solely because she sent me lots of free crystals. Uh, vibes.store. How do you spell know. vibes? Just like vibes, the word? V-I-B-E-S dot store. Classic. If you're into crystals and crystal stuff. So I don't know anything about the power of crystals, but she said if I wear this... Long, what Donald called pearl necklace. It's not. It, they're clear. They're not pearl colored. And she would tell you exactly. Maybe they didn't what it have is. enough protein in it. Maybe oh there's not god. enough. Protein. Oh my god! Donald. <laughs> and she also sent me these to wear. I've had them all on all day. How do you feel? I felt good. And then Florence FaceTimed me, and she's like, "Why are you wearing all of those beads?" And then I felt less. Good. <laughs> I felt like a topless girl at Mardi Gras. <laughs> 
But you know what? I was feeling a little, I was feeling stressed. And I was like, you know what? I don't even know if any of this shit works, but I'm going to just put them all on and see what happens. Joelle, do you believe in crystals? Uh, Yeah, I have many of them. They're all over the place in my room. I like holding them. Weird story. My grandpa died holding, like, he had this worry stone, he called it. He was constantly, like, if he was said or whatever he would just rub it uh he died in a plane crash he was holding it so i have oh that and that sort of started my love of like different rocks and crystals and gems and stuff wow well i'm open to it especially when my friend sent me a box full of different stuff there's even a straw right a metal straw with mm-hmm. a crystal on around the bottom of it and you put it in your drinks and your whatever you're drinking gets the magic from the crystal whoa cool I'm down. You know it sounds. You know what it sounds like to me. Hmm. What? A little. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I thought you were going to go different. I thought you were going to go to. Um, it all when goes Superman back goes to his weird. Um, to the Fortress of Solitude. That's yeah, another what one. What an uncomfortable place. By the way, here's my memory. Well, of the not if of you don't feel. Well, hold up. Not if That's you don't feel cold. Benny had. Here's the thing. <laughs> now, do you know what a Papa San chair is? No. No. All right. Well, if you're listening and you're curious, Google a Papa San chair. They were very popular. They sold them at like, you know. Those stores that sell international, like world market kind of thing. It's mm. like a big bowl, mm. wooden bowl with a cushion in the wooden bowl, and you could move it around different shapes. Oh, yeah. Can you picture what I'm talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had one as a child, and as a little kid, I thought it was the coolest thing. We'd play it, and pretend it was a spaceship, the whole thing. So I see Fortress of Solitude, and I'm like, I remember thinking as a kid, like, this looks cold and not cozy. <laughs> and then he's hooking up with what's her name, Love. and he's in basically a papasan chair with satin sheets. <laughs> yeah, he he bangs Lois. Yes, in a satin sheet covered papasan chair. But wow. after he lost his powers, really, he doesn't have his powers then. There's no way he could have sex with her with his powers. Why he'd shoot her across the room? He'd kill her. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? Really? Come on, man. No. He's a superhuman alien. So I don't watch any of these. Super Henry Cavill doesn't ever have sex? <laughs> uh, not yet. They've had sex, uh, from what I understand. But I imagine he has to take it really, really easy. Yeah. On, like, Maybe it wouldn't be like having off. sex with another Kryptonian. Like, I, be- I imagine with another Kryptonian, it's like thunderclapping. Boom! Every time. Yeah. Boom! Boom! Right? But Lois, he has That's to be Superman real coming. Gentle. This is Superman coming. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lois, <laughs> Lois, fly by. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lois's vagina is like, "You honor me. You honor me. You you, you honor me." <laughs> oh my goodness. On that note, five, six, seven, eight. About show we made. About a bunch of doctors and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our, but we watch show with Zach and Dono. Oh, man, I always know I'm going to laugh with you guys. Even when I'm racing to get here on time and I'm so stressed about, like, oh, do I take enough notes? I always know I'm going to giggle with you fools. Where were you today? 
I am was am was uh, location scouting in New Jersey for my new film. Cool. Can I ask you? Okay, so here's a question that I Go have ahead, to ask Donald you. Faison. I call on you. So I start doing this this uh, show, and I'm writing it, and I'm pretty much show running it, and everything like that. But now these auditions are coming up. Yeah. But I'm doing so much. I'm focused so hard on the show that it's like, wait, hold up. I don't necessarily have time to focus on these that's lines ridiculous. like I wanted to. That's ridiculous. You think that's ridiculous? You think? Of I course should... it is. Your show is is well, it will be success, I'm sure, because you're so talented. But you uh, you've got little mouths to feed, and acting is your specialty. And you gotta you can't be phoning in these fucking auditions. Right. It's hard to find when you're show running. It's hard to find time to do it all at. You know what I mean? Is what I'm finding, and it's 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 very very difficult to juggle the schedule. I know, man. I know, but that's what that's what happens when you hustle at a high level. Yeah, Bill, Bill Lawrence is like literally running like four shows. Right. It's insane, and he's got three kids and a wife. Yeah. yeah. That's um, tough. It's like that's yeah. that's the that's the thing. Now it's like, all right, I I definitely want to still be a successful actor. Yes. I definitely still want to put the work in that's needed to do that. But I really want this show to be successful and good. I really want people to enjoy it. You know what I well, mean? You gotta, well, you got to practice your time management because right. I'm telling you, I'm looking at a lot of auditions right now for my film. And if the person's not off book and not memorized and not prepared, it, 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 they can't possibly, and this is a lesson to you actors out there, I've said it before, can't possibly compete with someone who's clearly worked on it. And clearly, like we talked about, Johnny sees the extreme, like hiring people to come in and fucking play all the other parts and putting on a metronome. And that's like the most mega version I ever heard. But like you, you see people that come in and, and, they're, and you're just like drop jawed at how much work they put in, how much thought they put into it, how fucking off book they are that they're feeling comfortable riffing. And then there's other people holding lines like this. And you're like, dude, you can't possibly compete with the dude who just came before you. No, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way, and so that's especially my especially in the sorry, sorry. And the last thing I'll say is especially in this whole you know audition move to to Zoom world because it used to be back in the day you went in the room you you made them laugh you bonded you like had the chit chat that could that if you're charming like you can buy you a lot of mileage maybe now now it's right. now it's just right. Zoom it's like hey how are you all right well, here we go right that shit's so weird it's my first time doing uh, as a director. Uh, obviously, because um, the only other thing I made during the pandemic was solos, and Anne Hathaway didn't exactly audition, and um, she didn't have to. No, she was uh, attached. Okay, and um, so uh, you know, I've never done this uh, auditioning people over Zoom before, which is very odd. Of course, the actors are used to the whole rigmarole, but me as a as a filmmaker, it's, so, it's such an odd experience. It's an odd way to do it. Right. Yeah. So. That's the that's the thing. It's like, all right, how do I find time to focus on the show to where I feel comfortable? Feel, you know, I want to be like George Lucas when when attached to this, but still being being holding myself accountable enough to before I go to bed, making sure I know my lines for the audition I have in the upcoming days. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, that's I would say don't do it right when you're tired because no one wants to do shit when they're tired. I would say like. Set, you know, you got to look at your week. You know, I think paper calendars um, are really helpful for some people. They certainly mm -hmm. are for me. I like to look at a big ass calendar of the week or the month 
And you can say like, okay, I got this audition on that day. If I'm going to get those lines down, I at least have to do two hours on this day. Okay, so I block those hours out. Okay, now, you know, and just schedule the shit out of it. Right. If, you can't just do it on a whim because you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to play this video game for a second. All right, wait, I'm just going to watch a second of that game. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, I'm going to fuck around and hang out with my kids for like three seconds. And then, and then you're tired. Then you're done, yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. Food for thought for all of you out there who are who have busy schedules. I'm wondering how you make it through. I, what's my, your what's your thing? My, Zach, you know, says, a, Zach says keep hustling. Zach's well, listen. Zach there's an expression harder. that I've heard before that I really truly believe. Yeah. Are you ready for it? I'm listening. Some of you have heard it before, but maybe some of you haven't. If you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. Because they're in the fucking space of, I got this to do, then I got to do that. I got this. Someone who's not busy is like, later I should probably memorize the lines. You know? But when you're in like fucking hustle mode and you're like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. You fucking, you schedule your shit and you get it down. That's but up. you should definitely not be slacking on your on your auditions, man. You're too talented no. to I be phoning anything want, in. But that's the last thing I want to do right now is to phone in anything. I'd rather not do the audition than phone it in. All right. Should we talk about the show Scrubs? We should. It's called uh, My New Suit, and it was written by Tim Hobart, very funny man, and directed by Victor Nelly Jr., very talented director. Yes. And I laughed a lot in this episode, Donald. Did you? You did. I had to watch it. I did not. I had to watch it twice. And the second Why? time I laughed, I laughed more. I just, I didn't think at first I was like, this isn't that funny. This, you know what I mean? Like it's a contained episode. It's very, yeah. it's, there's not a lot that happens. It was probably one of those, um, Hey, we spend a lot of money on last week's episode. We need one. That's a little cheaper. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but they brought in Tom Cavanaugh, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get Tom's role in the show until the very end. It's about the, tough love. Yeah. I think the episode's about tough love. Right. But I didn't get that until the end. A lot of the stuff I understood uh, with Elliot and her telling the kid, you know, dude, you lost that weight. You need If you lost that weight, you'd, it would be easy for you to get in here. But because you didn't, you got to go to the zoo. That must <laughs> be a real thing. I mean, it they wouldn't have made, that maybe wouldn't have made that up. That is so fucked up. Yeah. But hey, you know. That's how it goes sometimes. I know. I'm not saying that it isn't what they need to do, but I never heard that, and I'm sure they didn't make that up, that if someone is as big as that young man is, they have to take them to the zoo for an MRI. For an MRI, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, like, I got that, and I was like, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow for anyone to have to hear something like that, right? Are you able to do that in your life? Are you able to say the shit that someone really needs to hear, even though it's going to be so uncomfortable and you don't want to hurt their feelings? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's, well, this is a lesson that you have to learn on your own. I sometimes, I think I hide from, from, from hurting anyone's feelings probably wow, too you, much. I live with Casey Cobb, and you know yeah, she don't play that shit. she's a straight shooter. She don't play that shit <laughs> at all. Casey always says... What is she? Was there an expression? Um, she goes, "What's the what's the phrase she says, Donald?" She goes, "Which um, one?" When she's about to drop some tr a truth bomb on your ass. No judgments. No judgments. Yeah. No, no judgments, y'all. Oh, that's sometimes when she's talking about herself. She'll be like, "All right, no judgments, y'all." But yeah. <laughs> da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba -da. Right. and uh, yeah, she's a straight shooter. So you have your wife you can lean on. You can be like, "We got to tell this person that this 
Well, she'll be. She, she's the one that's like, "Nah, you should mind your business," or she'll be like, "Yeah, you should tell that person that." You know. Uh, I feel like I'm so worried about hurting anyone's feelings to mine in their detriment that I don't say things sometimes that need to be said. You know, because no, if, yeah, everyone's t- if everyone's tiptoeing, if everyone's friends are tiptoeing around saying something, then they might not know. They really yeah, truly might not know. But the worst part is when it goes down like let's say it's a girl and or it's about somebody that you're dating and you know everybody's like you should break up with that person secretly behind your back and then when you guys find when the person breaks your heart or something like that everybody's like you know we were thinking this shit for a really long time and your response is well why didn't you tell me you know what i mean oh well we didn't want to hurt your feelings Fuck that shit. But then you Say, still got to tread carefully because you know what happens. They get right back together with the person and you right, unloaded all that right, shit. And then, right, and then you told them everything. <laughs> That's the most fucked up shit. I learned at a very young oh, age, man. do not pillow mistake. talk. Do not pillow talk no matter who you with. <laughs> Don't do it. Wait, I thought pillow talk is when you're lying around in bed with your partner and talking at night. Yeah, but you could talk shit with people. Like you talk shit to a girl like, oh, this person's horrible or such and such. Because next thing you know, that shit's all around. Somebody else heard that shit from somebody right. else. Oh, yeah. Because you broke up. <laughs> oh, the worst part well, is like know, someone you know someone breaks up. Someone breaks up and you're like, okay, look, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. It was none of my business. And then you just unload all this shit, right? <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like swiping away their tears. And then the next day they're like, we got back together. <laughs> you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It all sucks, dude. All right. It, so what's going on in here? We got a hamster. Um, now we Doug got an found, ass hamster. Doug found the hamster in a dead guy's colon, which means the man was doing that thing that some men do, I guess, or people do. What's that called, Joel? Hamstering? That is, I'm, I do I, 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 this is what I don't. This is what I don't understand. How does a rodent... I think you put I, a tube a colon, in your ass. Doesn't a colon have... No, well, I'm not necessarily... Okay, before we even get to how you get the rodent up in there... I think I want to know... Okay, right. <laughs> how does the rodent live in You know those hamster uh, uh, hamster um, things, uh, habitats? It's like, oh, a yeah. big, it's like a yellow tube that the hamster would normally go to its bedroom <laughs> in. Like, I'm off to bed. But, but instead it enters ass. the anus cavity. Yes. It's yes, called Joel. gerbling. Gerbling. Oh, okay. Gerbling. How do you gerbil, Joel? Can you tell our audience if they want to try this? <laughs> Whoa! Actually, don't try this. Some, don't try this at home, please. Dear, 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 dear fake doctors, real friends, listeners, this is a alert that this is not something you should try yes, at don't home. do this at home. Don't do this at home. Seriously, this, no joke kidding. People go to the hospital God. for this. Joel's face oh. is horrified. <laughs> Joel, give us the cliff notes. How did you I'm do the- it? On the Wikipedia page, it says often the rodents are uh, given a psychoactive substance such as cocaine prior to being inserted. <laughs> you, give the, you give the gerbil coke. Okay, step one. 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 Step one. Go on. I never. I never. I never heard anything in my life that was step one. Give the gerbil cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, no, not, that's not even step one. It's step one. Buy cocaine. Yeah. Not for you, 
Yeah. For the gerbil. Step two, Step two. buy gerbil. Step three, <laughs> give gerbil <The> cocaine. <laughs> Something comforting to listeners, Dan Savage, who is a sex advice columnist who frequently discusses unusual sexual practices, stated yeah, like in Dan 2013 Savage. that he's yeah. never received a firsthand or even a secondhand account of the practice. So okay. maybe no. no one's done it, and it just lives in fantasy land. But oh, people do why? it. I've, I've heard stories of people in the. Well, ER. you've heard no. stories. You've no. You don't have. You don't have. That's first. true. That's true. No one was like, "Bro, you're not going to believe what happened to me last night." <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I don't oh, understand man. is, and I'm going to say this in a non-graphic way, audience. Don't worry. <laughs> Once the gerbil on coke is inside your rectum, yeah. What's what's supposed to happen then? What then happens? <laughs> <laughs> I guess him, him or her running around on coke feels nice to some people. In your gut, <laughs> in your in your your intestines, in your in your anus, in your butt. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If a lot of people like I, a lot like of people like scratchy, it feels like there'd be. Like, well, maybe a declaw. Is declaw the fourth step? Oh, <laughs> oh man, Jesus! We're just piling on the layers of animal cruelty on this. One. <laughs> no, no, we're not saying you should do this. Hold don't on. Don't do this. No. Disclaimer. We, don't we said do this at home. Yeah, no one's going to okay. do this. No, no, no. Don't do this. But if you do. <laughs> you honor me. No, listen. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So anyway, moving on, since it's right. the first moment of the show. Right. Um, and then they find Doug in the fetal position. And he goes, why would he live in there? Right. Why? Elliot likes to role play that she's trying to get pregnant. This is her new role play. Yeah, it's her uh, new role play. Yeah, she's so understanding. Keith is Keith is having fun. What about when fucking Tom Cavanaugh tries to have a threesome and they cut to Keith stretching? And he's stretching, <laughs> getting ready to go in there. And to he's make folding, it his, folding his shirt. Yeah. He's like, that I was the, shit. That was the funniest moment of the show. Tom Cavanaugh shows up at their house. Elliot's in very sexy lingerie. And and Keith and Keith's standing there. And and Tom Cavanaugh misreads the situation. Like, all right, I'm in. I'm like, he's down to have a threesome. He walks to the bedroom, starts jumping on their bed. And Keith is like, Elliot, you have to warn me about these things. But he doesn't get mad. He enters and starts stretching. <laughs> then she closes the door and heads that way. She heads that way and closes the door. At first, that was my question at first was, did they have the threesome? But I then later on, been... they say it, it, it almost happened. I you, think that they says. added that for protection of Elliot's character or something. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, because it's way funnier if they all had a threesome. If they did have the threesome, that would. I guess it doesn't work story wise because Tom Cavanaugh needs to be rejected. Right. Um. So I never got this story about breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, spiking I get the, the I yeah, I get the joke. I get what it is that it's trying to do, but then even at the end of it, where he's like, "We'll be right back." And she goes, the, ner- the the patient goes, was he talking to us? And yes, it is, it, it is pushing. If you think of the red line where Scrubs pushes reality, it's definitely sticking your toe over the reality line in a way that we don't normally do. Mm. Right. Um, because in the world of cinema and television, when someone's looking directly into the lens, not always, but let's say for the most part, you are looking at the audience. And that's what the joke is, obviously. But it's not something we normally do very often on Scrubs. It's rare. 
if but if it's but I done. laughed. I laughed. I mean, the, th- the first of all, the whole America thing was funny. Yeah, it's America. I want to know what America thinks. It's America. It's America. And of so why course, is my I like it. <laughs> why I is he made here? It. Yeah, and then someone goes, "Why is he here?" Is that me? I forgot. <laughs> but like, I, why is no? My you go. He's a dynamite tailor. <laughs> That's what your next line. Is. <laughs> Why is he in the ICU? Who lets the tailor into the ICU? <laughs> this place know. must have so many germs. Well, it did. It did. Um, yes, but then, then I like, uh, we'll be right back. Right. Is he talking to us? <laughs> no, no, don't you. care. Yeah. Um, okay, now. We already discussed that Tom Cavanaugh's back. Yes, and Herbert, who is the um, obese patient, who's very charming. Also from uh, the wonderful movie uh, Old School, he was in that. Oh, was he the guy in Old School? Yes, I think he might have also been. If it's not him, it's his brother, played Hercules, from The Nutty Professor. Hercules, Hercules. Oh, really? It might be his brother. I think it's his brother though. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah. Now there's a new beautiful nurse or intern. I think she's. I think she's a nurse, but I don't think she's. Or is she a doctor? She, what is, she might be an intern. I don't, I don't know. know what she does, but she, she's a new character, she, right? And she has crossed Ted. She and crossed Ted, Ted says, back in the day. You turned me down fourteen times for drinks. Well, who's the creeper loser now? He is still. Yeah, it's still you. <laughs> I mean, it's this is this you, is Ted. this is a straight up HR episode. Like, I know. you can't ask somebody out fourteen times at the workplace. That's just. I mean, you might get one. What about all the conversations Ted has with his mom in this episode? It's so weird. Yeah. Right, Joelle? You're making that face. Yeah, I know. It's it's horrifying. He's talking about rubbing lotion in dry places. They share a bed. It's not good. Yeah. Let's get back to him asking her out 14 times. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that, can you? Yeah, no. just like we can't ask these guys about pearl necklaces. You can't. <laughs> Joel, how many times can you ask somebody out before it's sexual harassment at the workplace? Once, that's it. Pretty, pretty unless you, unless the person is like, ask me later, like, oh, I'm not sure right now. The, uh, you should probably just stick to one time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I think once is a good rule, everybody. First of all, although I did ask my wife out several times before she said yes. Yeah, but you know where you know why that's an exception. First of all, there's two exceptions. You didn't work together second of all you were definitely getting flirty vibes back and if you can read the vibes that's like correctly and you're not misreading them well uh it might you might go okay i'm I'm gonna try again i feel like that's gotten a lot of people in trouble though where they've been like you know i I thought i was reading the flirty vibes correctly you know what the problem is this is why we can't endorse this too many people can't read the vibes right Mm, there you go yeah, thanks again. Dan, I'll speak to that. Uh, it, I, I agree with everybody's point here is that like I think Casey and Donald's scenario is certainly unique in that there was a friendship there. There was certainly something going. But right. well, but also this people... was like night cl- sorry, before you continue. This yeah, is like nightclubs and parties and yeah. like, you know, this isn't like a fucking cubicle job. Right. Right. But Sorry, Dan, I'll continue. No, no, totally fine. But too often people hear no and they hear and w- people get a no, but what they hear is Okay, I'm gonna try again in like a week and see what happens. It's like, no, mm. you gotta know. That means no. You move yeah. on. You say, okay, thank you for your time. Sorry to bother you. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. 
See you next Tuesday. Wow. You call it That's a not card? the right. Oh, That's not sorry. The that, wow. Okay. I apologize. Wow. That is literally, okay. You know what's really funny about that? That is not what I meant by that. What I meant by that was literally like, okay, I, was, I should have said, see you on Monday. Uh, should we take a break? See you Joel? on Monday. Yes. We'll be right back. And when we come back, I want to talk about Tom Cavanaugh's piercing blue eyes. They were really bright. His skin was really white and his, know, eyes, his were eyes were really blue. He has the most beautiful eyes. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. 
If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back! And we're back! Daniel, did you intend to say see you next Tuesday? No, I no, I did not. But it does okay. remind me, my, my professor in psychology in college, our classes were on Thursday and Tuesday. At the end of every Thursday class, he would say, all right, see you next Tuesday. And that was always <laughs> something funny. And you guys would and always Did laugh. everyone giggle or just and you? We, it, we, um, I would say about 50-50. <laughs> I bet 50% of the people listening don't even know what we're talking about, but Google no. it because we're not going to get in trouble here. <laughs> Um, so Turk can't contain himself. He has to tell JD about Angie. Yes. So Carl and Turk have decided that they're now going to name this baby in her belly. They don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but Carla has already decided on the girl's name and it's going to be Angie. And she asks Turk, asks Turk if he wants to name the, if it's a boy, if he wants to give the baby a name. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Say hello to Fuquan. Fuquan. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. I meant like, I was thinking more like George. And he's like, yeah, sure. George is fine. And he's like, because I was thinking for a girl. And she's like, no, 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 no. Angie, we already came up with the name. He's like, right, 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 fine. We've already came up with the name. He, she tells him, don't tell no one because if you do it, they're going to fuck it up for us. And I don't want that. I want this baby's name to be ours. And that's it. And he's like, absolutely, I will not tell anyone. And you know exactly who he's going to tell. Yeah. The minute he says Instantly. that. Instantly. You can't hold it in for two seconds. Not even a second. He runs to JD, who is in room in a room with a patient, and interrupts uh, the patient and uh, doctor time to tell JD, if we have a girl, we're going to name it Angie. Now, this is a question I have for you as a parent of so many children. Um, wow. Aren't you supposed to keep the name quiet because otherwise everybody weighs in and says, oh, I knew a guy, don't do that. Oh, uh, this creepy guy's named that. Oh, I hate that girl named that. Like, right? Everyone's got an opinion. Yes. You are to keep it to yourself. Uh, and usually from what I've, like, we didn't know Rocco's name until a few weeks out, you know, and we didn't know Wilder's name until a few days out, you know, um, and some people don't know until the baby's born. And so, you know, but I would keep it to I would keep it to myself because everybody has a story about someone. You know what I mean? Right. You'd be like, I have a friend. I have a, you know, it it, it just, it, it never goes well when you're like, well, we were thinking about this name. Somebody's always going to be like, oh, well, you know, I did know that one person named. It's funny. Amanda was broadcasting that she loved Elvis for so long and we were all cringing. I was like, Amanda, no, no. Do you, unless you like are obsessed with Elvis, she's like, I, I like Elvis, but the the mus musical legend. But I I don't. It's not like I'm a I'm a mega fan. I just love the name Elvis. And she did it the opposite way. So she was like telling him. She was like trying to run a campaign, clearly on clearly on Nick as well, but also the friend group. 
And uh, and now I love it. But at the time, I remember being like, oh, Amanda, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you don't want. You don't want the friend being like, no, dude, not Fuquan. Well, yeah, I mean, not just – or, or you know, naming a, a hamster after the baby either. You know what I mean? Well, that's what's so funny. By the way, the, it's very rare that anyone outside the main cast gets a fan. It isn't a fantasy. It's a flashback, and this little girl in – Playing with the hamster gets a flashback, and it cuts to me telling with, them playing with the kids and the hamster that we should name the hamster Angie. Yeah, they're asking, "What should we name it?" When you're like, "Oh, I got a perfect name. We should name it Angie." Now, why do you think JD did that? Because I don't think he did it so, so consciously. I think it was subconsciously. Like the first new thing in his brain was Angie. He's like, "How about Angie?" Mm-hmm. And all the kids going like, that shit was hilarious when they're walking by and they're like, who wants to hold her next? Me, I get to hold Angie next and turn what about and when, Carla stop and yeah. backtrack into the room. The, what's it called? The ass, ass gerbil? The ass gerbil Angie. Angie the ass gerbil. I, how about when I go, but what about Tiger? <laughs> like, no, so you apparently you're telling everyone you're related to Tiger Woods? Right. He's This, is, this goes on for a while, though. I think they're like three quarters related like there's a he's a quarter i don't know what it is but oh you they, mean it comes back in another episode yeah this comes back a couple of times Turk how about the gay about test where you play macho man for the, for right the, for the i wonder how and much they, money i wonder how much money they spent on that graphic to have that baby dancing in that freaking uterus a lot because you know we're not known for our visual effects and that was pretty good <laughs> right but that was okay, pretty so funny no, that was pretty this, funny this know, might be well, the funniest thing in the show, you said you thought it was the threesome thing. I want to talk about the janitor's adopted brother named Cleet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, you're cutting very you're cutting ahead a lot, but okay. Okay. The janitor's parents, they adopted a 46-year-old. Yes. He was older and than they were. He was older than they were. <laughs> and his, his name was Cleet, and he did odd jobs around the house. Right. Talk like this. Old and time. Like like yeah. <laughs> and he, everything was great. Until the janitor's mom slept with with Cleet. Yeah, because when they got because Cleet when he got older, him and the janitor's dad just used to fight all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they just started fighting all the time. I don't know if you can legally adopt um, no, no, it's legal, called no, it's called letting adopt... somebody live with you. That's right. a gross, no, there's no, no. I just want to know, can you legally adopt someone who's over eighteen? Joel? No. Yes. What? Can. Yeah. I can adopt a grown a, 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 a grown man. I want to adopt you because Donald. it's an acknowledgement <laughs> of parenthood. Um, and fun fact: queer couples way back in the day used to do it in order to get um rights oh. to like visit people in the hospital and stuff. They don't. It's not done frequently. But it has oh. been. Oh well, I would. So like it's to done adopt. as a loop, as I'd a like loophole type thing. It's a loophole. Like adopt you, Donald. I, 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 I love my parents, and I acknowledge. I know, the but fact what if I, have... what if I adopted you and you had to call me dad? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. That would oh never, boy! I would, I would, I would. I, I have some say Ooh. in the adoption. I'm sure of it. Keith and wears two condoms it. because he's so worried about getting Elliot pregnant. Now puts on a third. Now one thing I do know, uh, those of you listening, is that wearing two condoms is actually not dangerous. Good. It's not good. It, it's not uh, advised. It's it dangerous. It doesn't make you double protected, right, Joelle? No, the friction between the two condoms is more likely to cause a rupture. There you go. Use one condom. It's enough. One condom. But do wear a condom, everybody, mm. okay? Mm. 
Unless mm. you both have gone and got tested and you're and okay you're, with and you're willing to have a baby. Yeah, and you're okay with having a baby. Um, how about when Elliot and Keith are having sex? Elliot says, Promise me you'll hold me like this when I'm pushing our baby <laughs> out of my bajinga. <laughs> She's so twisted, Elliot. (laughs) She is really... By the way, Keith, this woman was a completely different character sexually before Keith. (laughs) What is it about Keith? I mean, I know Travis is very handsome, but what is it about Keith that has brought out the freak? He's down for whatever. He's down for whatever. I have a theory that Elliot hit her dirty 30s and just took off. So wait, okay. Well, clearly, because every other season... Okay, every so other here's... season she was like prudish. She claims. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna do a little bit of a reveal here. Uh, as of recently, my oh wife boy. has gone over the top. <laughs> Whoa! When it comes to sexual relations, with Zach, me. I love you. Why? How so? Just let's just say she's gone over the top. It's been good before, and we've been we've had we listen. We got two kids, so you know the sex is good. We're, we're putting it in. If you, oh, wow. you know what I'm saying? We don't. We only know you. Had, <laughs> that only proves you had sex twice. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, he's twerking. <laughs> but um, no. Uh, but uh, you know, it's 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 recently she's, like she's having way more fun. Than wow. I can remember in the last, and it is, and she's not thirty, and oh, thank you very much, <laughs> and she's not thirty. So you say it's the dirty thirties. I think it comes, uh, when the shorty forties, whatever it is. I don't know when it happened. I don't know what you call it, but you know, everybody was like, everybody was like, the, you know, the old lordy. You know, 40s. I have a very, I have a very. I have a very high uh, 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 sex drive. We know everyone in America knows. Yes, right. And I was but you're saying she's to... meeting you. She's meeting you where you are. Well, she's not necess- she doesn't have to necessarily meet me where I am. But when she otherwise, doesn't... no one no one would have a job in your house. <laughs> but when it when it when when it happens, it's fucking um, it's a party, dude. Like it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... Have you tried the whirly bird? Oh my God. I want to try the whirly bird. I'll spot you guys. I'll wear a blindfold and spot you guys. Will you? Oh my God. Yes. I'm coming to LA, by the way, for the Emmys. Um, oh my do you want to do it this weekend? <laughs> this weekend might work. All right. Ask Casey, because I'm coming to town for the Emmys. Ask her if she wants me to spot you guys for the whirly bird. I'm de- definitely willing to put on uh, Bose noise canceling headphones <laughs> and um, uh, goggles. Blinding goggles. I can't wait. So my point is... I can't wait. (laughs) My point is, Elliot has reached this level, and she just reached it at an early age. You know what I mean? She is freaking out. But sometimes it's the partner. Well, yeah. Well, definitely. Look at him. He's a fucking Ken doll, man. And he's bendy, and he's... And he's got dynamite areolas. We know that. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I mean, she's human. It's not like... You know what I mean? I'm sure she has fantasy. Just because she's a woman doesn't mean it can't be fulfilled. So right, I'm just saying. Sometimes um, you, when you find, when you get with a specific partner, like you can have great sex with somebody else, and you could you would call it great sex. But then there's something about the chemistry between you and a specific partner where you both are just like, "Fuck know, it, I'll goes, eat the ass, I'll do it." Right? Oh my god, <laughs> is that too okay. much? Did I go too far? You honor <laughs> <No>. me. <laughs> Did I go too far? <laughs> Wait, say it again. 
Fuck it, I'll eat the ass. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did I go too far? No, Am I no, going no, too no, far? No, 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 no. I don't think that's. I don't think that's going to bring an iHeart HR. It was just the okay. pearl necklace. No, that's good. Um, <laughs> now Harrison and Winston, we learn, wear Tonto and Lone Ranger jammies to bed. <laughs> Harrison and Winston. Harrison, first of all, here's the funny thing, right? Harrison's new boyfriend is named Winston. Winston. And they wait, they dress up. They dress up. They sound like the two people in the freaking balcony for the Muppets. Harrison and Winston. They dress up uh, as Toto and Lone Ranger, not to go to a costume party, but um, to go also to bed. reports that's their jammies. Yeah, to go to bed. Now, at the end of the episode, the picture yes. is Michael Randall Winston. And Randall. And his husband Michael. Now, if you pause, you'll see that they're dressed up like the Lone Ranger. <laughs> but also that it's getting complicated because if you're reading in the, if you're really staying in the Scrubs universe, Winston must be the twin brother of Leonard, the security the guard. Security with the guard. Yes. <laughs> yes. So maybe Harrison met him when visiting his dad at the hospital yes, on the same I, day that that Leonard, Leonard the security guard's bro- yes. twin brother Winston. This is some deep. This is the kind of shit you fools do with Star Wars and Marvel. Like, <laughs> okay, so Leonard's twin brother must have met Harrison at the hospital. <laughs> well, the, the time the, the timeline does fit. Uh, yeah, the timeline. It's, it's does not a fit. different. What do you call it? A different. Di- what do you call it? A, right, a it's time- not a different. Right, it's, it's not, not a multiverse. It's not a multiverse <laughs> situation. The timeline fits the occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, here it is. JD names dead guy's butt hamster Angie. I couldn't find it. Um, they say that Turk is the greatest pink bellier in all the land. Yes. Do you? Remember, I remember shooting this. Do you remember shooting this? You really did it, didn't you? No, I didn't. We faked it. Oh, but I remember it, shooting it. I remember I remember having to do it. I remember Victor being like, keep going, keep going. I was like, really? How long do I got to do this oh, for? Oh, because you're going to speed it up. Right. I think you did it, really did it like once or twice. And I was like, no, no you're not doing that. No, 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 no. It really fucking hurt. That I don't would mean really to sound hurt. Like, I don't mean to sound like a wimp, but it hurt. That would really hurt. How yes. about that door hit? Did you? I don't, that was a fucking major door hit. And that was me. When and you, you guys wonder the glass, why, yeah. You guys wonder why I'm going to the chiropractor at 46. It's to <laughs> make you all laugh. That was a fucking hit. That was a hard one, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say I didn't give you my all, everybody. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, naming kids is fun, but that shit's hard, dude. All honesty, you know, the dynamic of pissing your partner off because you like a name. Like, I, I, I at one point did bring up Luke and Leia. To my ex-wife, oh my and I remember her face looking at me like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Like, did I you, put, did you I, like Rocco right away? Yeah, well, Casey came up with the name. Hmm. Casey was like, "What about Rock?" No, no, we were talk, we were watching Rocky. That's what happened. Hmm. And I was like, "What do you think of Rocco?" And she's like, "I like Rocco." Oh. And she was like, and then she talked to her grandmother about it, and Casey's Italian and Sicilian, and her grandmother was like, "That's a very nice Italian name, sweetie." Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. So the baby names made it real for uh, for Carla and Turk. All of a sudden, they start panicking. The second they had names, they switched from being panicky to, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah. You know, the closer you get to the end of the pregnancy, 
the more realistic it starts to become. At first, it's like, yeah, okay, sure, there's a baby in there. But then you start feeling kicks. You've come up with names. You're starting to pick out all of these clothes. The freaking furniture starting to arrive. You know, like all of these things, you're starting to change your house around or your apartment around to make space for the child and everything. Things get real, really, really, really fast. And you start panicking. I've been panicking for a really long time about my kids. You know what I mean? And it doesn't go away. I have adults and it still doesn't go away. I still am nervous, you know. About... You still feel panicky about your older children? Yeah, I, I worry about the choices they make, you know. I guess all um, parents would probably feel that way, maybe. Yeah, man. It's like it doesn't take much to make one mistake that could be fatal. You know what I mean? To make mm. a fatal mistake. It doesn't take that much. It's so hard because you, know? you can't control their choices. You can't control what they do out in the world. I, I can imagine that would that would be so stressful. It's it's so stressful. Especially and when you have, have a teenager because it it's like, oh, how are you going to like – Think of, you think about what you did as a teen, and you're like, oh, my God, I did some stupid <laughs> shit. Imagine they're doing that. Well, just all of the, you know, just all of the ways I would, you know, you know, I have a daughter. I have two daughters. Yeah. And I'm lucky. My older daughter has a boyfriend who seems to really, you know, worship her. And I, I'm very, very lucky for that. But I worry about this dude doing some dumb shit and me having to fucking run up on him. You know what I mean? I'll pull up. You know what I mean? I don't I have no problem doing that. I'll pull up on a little a little kid too. I'll pull up on parents. I don't give a fuck, man. Like, you know, my daughter comes Word. home and says, you know, such and such was mean to me today. Immediately I'm like, who's there? Who's the who's whose mom is that? Whose dad is that? Who's 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 the dad? What's the dad's name? To my wife. And she's like, baby, you can't. And I'll be like, I'm, I will pull up on these motherfuckers. I have no problem. Do, like, you just can't, you can't. The 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 thing that Turk and, and uh, Carla are going through, you go through for the rest of your life. Like, I saw a meme the other, no, it wasn't a meme, it was a TikTok, where this girl gets in the car and her mom's sitting there waiting for her. And the girl gets in crying. Her mom's like, hey, what, what happened? What's the matter? And she's like, I got jumped. Oh, she said, oh, yeah? By who? She said some girl. She said, how old were they? She's about 12. Her mama said, okay, bet. I'm 12 now, too. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You know what I mean? That's real mm. talk, man. You just have I'm that. I'm afraid to have kids. I don't, I don't, I can't handle this pressure. It's, it's, yeah. you, it's, it's real, man. You, you, Daniel, you're next. <laughs> man. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> I'm next. Congratulations. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Daniel, do you have any names in, 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 in mind? Yeah, I was thinking Zach kids Donald. will probably be named like Zelda. Zelda's <laughs> <laughs> no, a beautiful name. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> or Link. Y'all are we good. have yeah. twins. I was Link and Zelda. Zelda and Link. There you go. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, all right. Do we have a guest caller today, Joella, or are we you not going to record their sound? Oh. Wow. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Shots fired. We're recording Shots right fired. now. All right, let's um, take a break, and then we'll talk to someone who will be very interesting. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. 
If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, Better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And we're back! All right, Joelle, bring us a guest. We got a caller. Gave us a holler. We can talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about the episode. So come on, Joelle, let's get the show on the road. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Carolyn Udo! How are you? Aloha. Hello, hello. Um, Welcome to the program. This is Fake Doctor's Real Friends. That's the Donald Faison. And of course, you know the legendary Daniel and Joel. And that is Zach Braff right there. Zach Braff wearing a crystal necklace um, that supposedly is going to give me energy and powers. <laughs> How's that working out for you? I don't know. I, I need to take it off and see if I feel any change. Um, but uh, I kind of feel like it looks like Mardi Gras beads, but with a little oh. tassel. I like it. But I like it. I think it's giving me power. You know what it kind of looks like to me? It looks like the Kung Fu beads from like the Saturday uh, morning Kung Fu television shows that I used to watch. With okay. a feather at the end. You wrap that around a freaking like a, a, a spear or a sword or a sword. I know what you're talking about. A sword. Yeah, a sword. And it's freaking the uh, freaking. Da, hip, hip, chit, da, hip, 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 hip. It sounds like a Wu-Tang Clan album. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang forever. Carolyn, welcome to the program. Um, where are you calling from? I am calling from uh, just outside of Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Yes, not uh, super exciting. I moved here um, about a year ago for uh, work during quarantine. What so do you do I, for work? You, how do you, where did how you, you move from? I asked what the questions, you... Donald. Hey, calm down. All right, we'll start off. Um, I don't release the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The question is, where did you move from, and what are you doing in Columbus? Beautiful. Um, I moved from Cleveland, so not a very big move. Um, You know, I love Cleveland, Carolyn. You know, because you've talked about Mabel's before. He only knows the two restaurants. That's not all I know. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to the casino. I've done it all. All right, Carolyn, what Uh, what do you do for a living? Wicked. Um, so I am in clinical research. So, um, I'm a senior director of clinical development at a biotech. Um, we do, we develop and research gene therapies for rare pediatric diseases. Wow. And do you, so rare pediatric diseases, you're working on discovering medicines for them? Yeah, exactly. Um, so the primary disease that we're studying right now is called crab A disease. It's a globoid cell leukodystrophy. Um, it's a very um, rare and um, catastrophic uh, pediatric leukodystrophy. What is that? I'm sorry. I, for, in layman's terms, what is that? What is that? How? how what what happens to the child? What is yeah, it? What, what does is that it? mean? Yeah. So loosely, with these children, um, unless they are caught with uh, through newborn screening programs, and Crabbe is actually only part of newborn screening in nine states at the moment. Um, these children will be born typically developing. You know, 10 fingers, 10 toes, hitting everywhere they should on their app bar, et cetera. And then um, as they grow older, the disease is very rapidly progressing. So the parents will notice that they are starting to fall behind on milestones, et cetera, and we'll start taking them into the doctor to get their diagnosis. Uh, my previous company up in Cleveland, I studied um, a couple different mucopolysaccharidoses, and those ones have a much later onset. They're lysosomal storage disorders. And so basically your body is constantly producing cellular waste 
And so your lysosomes are in there kind of um, recycling, right? Um, but with these lysosomal storage disorders, your body, you have, you're missing the enzymes or the proteins or the genes that, um, that should be doing that recycling. And so that cellular waste just builds up. You know, I'm sorry, so, but just because we don't know anything, even though we're pretend doctors, what, what is that? How does that manifest? What, what happens to the child? Yeah. So with Crab A disease, a lot of the, um, the early symptoms are the children will have difficulty eating, swallowing, breathing, moving with some of the other leukodystrophy, oh, wow. excuse me, other lysosomal storage disorders. It's a much later onset with Crab A. Um, the onset is very young and very rapid. And so, you know, roughly 90% of these children will pass away by age two. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. And it's not something that anyone, you said only six states are screening for this. Nine states right now. Um, so if anyone's listening, um, and uh, can they ask? I mean, because I'm sure there's people that are pregnant or, or listening to you. They're like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do you ask your pediatrician or gynecologist about? Yeah, so with these, um, different states have different options that you can add to your standard newborn screening panels. There's something called the RUSP. It's the Recommended Uniform Screening Panel, and that's kind of oversight from the federal government that mandates what should be included in each state. And then each state has their own kind of um, uh, flexibility in what additional tests they screen for there. And I don't want to scare your listeners. I mean, Crab A is an ultra rare disease. It's rare, but I'm saying, no, but, it, it, but I'm it's, saying, if say, they happen to be listening to this, they can say, "Hey, if you're doing the RUSP, can you add uh, a test for right. what, is, what is it called? Crab A. Crab A. K R A B B E. I would. And so there's nine active right now, you know, but then it's really challenging. Um, there are some petitions up right now to get Crab A added to the rust, but there are petitions for a lot of rare diseases at the moment, trying to get them included. Really? Why, why? I wonder why, um, this is probably a stupid question if you're in the medical business, but why not add them all? Like, why does the rust have to be limited? So kind of two main reasons. One, um, depending on how frequent the disease is or how well it's been studied, it might be, there might be a high rate of false positives or the diagnostic screening criteria might not be well enough defined. Mm. And so you don't want to give somebody bad news if it's not really true. No, no, and then, no. you know, and they, they really tend to shy away from diseases that don't have cures. So if there is no cure for this disease, oh there's some ethical considerations about whether or not the families would want to know. There's a standard of care for um, crab A disease. It's not a, a cure, but it is a Oh, yeah, but you just released or you just said something that's sort of a a darker side of this is the ethical concerns of telling someone that their child will only live to two, right? Correct. Why go vault? I don't know if we can go down that road, Carolyn. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> it's supposed to be a comedy podcast here. You know, well, I got Carolyn, funny stuff. Can you tell them very quickly why you wrote in and what you're hoping to do? Yes, go ahead. Carolyn. Yeah. So I actually have cool stuff um, that I wrote in about. Um, this actually worked out really perfectly that I'm able to be on the show today because I'm celebrating an anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, what is it? Thank you. Um, one month ago today, I donated my right kidney to a stranger. Oh Holy cow. Wow. Let me so see much. the scar. Just no. kidding. No, Just kidding. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> He's always you asking you inappropriate things. I have been flashing everyone. I had to talk to him earlier about speaking to our coworkers in an inappropriate way. <laughs> no, no, no. I was talking to you. You can't ask a woman you just met to show a scar. All right, my 
dog is oh sweet she dog. heard exciting voices and had to look up and say hi yes. that is a very cute dog you have very there cute. so wait okay oh my goodness carolyn how did this come about it actually came about through my dog actually which she has very good what? timing she just didn't even know it um so uh one of my hobbies is i'm a puppy raiser for a group called canine companions for independence And um, what I do in my volunteer role is I take in puppies when they're about eight weeks old. I raise them until they're about a year and a half to two years old. And then I do all their basic socialization training. They go as age appropriate. They go to work with me. They go to the grocery store with me. They go on airplanes with me. They go, you know, anywhere I go, I've always, always for the last six or so years, I always have a dog at my side. And so then at the end of the time that I have them, I take them into one of our local training centers. They do six or so months of actual professional training, and then they go off and become service dogs. So um, for the blind or for other things? Yeah. So the group that I'm with, we do primarily, we do mobility dogs. So for people who have, you know, amputations, wheelchair users, et cetera. Um, We do hearing dogs for people who are hearing impaired, but we do not do any um, seeing eye or guide dogs. Cause there's so many groups out there that do such a great job with all of that. Mm. And so, so, so you guys filled a, a, a filled a, a spot that was necessary, uh, training service animals that weren't for the blind. Yeah. And so since I don't do any work with, um, visually impaired, uh, service animals, I follow a bunch of different groups on Facebook, right? Cause like I always right. want to learn about stuff that I'm not actively. God, you doing. seem like a pretty angelic human being and, mm-hmm. and we already know what the, how this is going to end, but go well, ahead. <laughs> my ex-husband would have something other otherwise. Uh-huh. But, um... well, he better not need a kidney because you, you got none left to give. No, I'm down to, so my left kidney side note, I have named it Jeffrey Bean Morgan. Jeffrey <laughs> Bean. Nice. <laughs> Jeffrey Bean. Okay, so go on. That's you, funny. Uh, get J.B. To the Morgan. You, I got it. Get, get to the point where you gave a kidney to a stranger. Yeah. So for a few years now, I've followed this one group, this one Facebook page about this woman living in D.C. who's got a seeing eye dog. And it's really cool to read about her adventures and see kind of what, you know, get a glimpse into how somebody else lives. And then in March, she posted a, a personal plea from her personal Facebook page onto the dog's Facebook page saying that she needed a kidney. And, you know, it's been a really shitty couple of years. Right. Um, and I don't know, just something about her post just kind of struck a chord with me. And it was a couple of days after my 39th birthday. So I was already in that, like, Oh my God, I'm about to turn 40. What am I doing with my life? What have I done? Right. What have I done with my right? life? Who am I supporting? I Who haven't I made a difference. Right. What's the quickest way I can make a difference? <laughs> How can I fix 2021? <laughs> yeah. And so there was a just a little link in her post to an online questionnaire. And I'm like, well, you know, it's like a Tuesday afternoon or something. And I'm procrastinating from work. And I'm like, I wonder what kind of questions they can ask you on an online survey that'll tell you about. I don't know if you can donate a kidney. I'd never thought about this before. So I click on the link. I fill that out. Um, I end up passing through the first few online stages. They sent me mouth swabs. I did a bunch of mouth swabs, sent those back in. And about a month later, I got a call saying, hey, so you're a match. Can you come in and do all these crazy medical tests with us? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so how, so wait, how is your relationship with this lady now, with this uh, seeing eye yes. dog? Oh, my lady. gosh. So that was really crazy because, I mean, 
I didn't even know her real name. I'm sorry. I lost, I, lost, I lost one thing. Is she, is she a, she's a trainer of seeing eye dogs or she uses a seeing eye dog? She uses a seeing eye dog. Yes. Oh, so she's she a blind a woman. She's a blind woman. Got okay. So that woman is not only blind, but is in dire need of a kidney. That's incredible. I have questions. Um, Please. You, they must have told you what could go wrong. We did, we did this on Scrubs. It can, things can go awry for the donor. Um, were you nervous about that? You must have been. What, what was your thinking about that? Do you know what that's so crazy is that not once, like there was no fear. Like this was just a really empowering and really exciting process. I think, you know, cause I, cause I work in the medical field and part of my job is designing the informed consent documents for our clinical trials. Right. Wow. So like, oh, wow. I, I know all of these, I actually also last year I got COVID. And so I joined a clinical trial for people who had COVID because obviously I want to help with that research. So I'm actually still in a clinical trial for something else right now. Oh and, and they would, and they let you, and they let you do the surgery, even though even, wow, that's amazing. And, and so how does this, how does this affect your clinical trial then? Now, does this move you into a different level in the clinical trial? Because now you only have one kidney, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I guess the clinical trial didn't have anything to do with the kidney, having two kidneys. <laughs> yeah, it was just a... Yeah, it was a um, monoclonal antibody infusion I got when I was in the hospital after getting COVID. And so that was, yeah, it's completely separate. I'm just in long-term follow-up. I got the monoclonal antibody back in uh, January. How is your life in any way uh, different with one kidney? Do they, is there anything you have to do differently or feel differently? In the initial post-transplant, I mean, I'm at one month today and I'm obviously. You look amazing. You You look happy. Are you single? You mentioned your ex-husband. Are you single? (laughs) I am single. Oh my goodness! You guys got to date this woman. She's beautiful. She's pretty much a saint. She might give you a kidney. Well, she can't give you well, a kidney, no, she but maybe can. she's but, but maybe a liver. Uh, but maybe a liver. I can tell you where to find one if you do need one, because now I've been learning so much about this this community and the the donor world. And I mean, it's been really really sobering um, joining a lot of these support groups and seeing how many people do not have happy endings like this. It's There's really rare ball. that you meet somebody oh who's not only in the medical field, but also has donated uh, part of their body to Amen. save another person. I could give life. a kidney to a, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Carolyn, I, 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 I could give a kidney to a loved one or a family member if they needed it. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know that. I, that though. I don't so, know that I could do a, a stranger. I mean, you, you're, you're a saint. <laughs> no, um, but no, um, like, you know, because no, that was a question that a lot of people had for me, you know, too, is, well, why would you give a kidney to a stranger? Why don't you save it for a, a save it? Right? <laughs> like, save it. Keep That's it kind of funny. You might need it for a loved one. Yeah, but <laughs> I've never heard anyone say it like that. Sorry. That's no, their own rationalization, though. That's their own rationalization. I would do it, but I'm hanging on to it just in case. Don't get me wrong. I personally would, but my mother's not looking great lately. (laughs) Yeah, but it's great because with this, um, and it's a little different for me because this was considered a directed donation because it was specifically for this one woman. But um, if I had done it altruistically by just joining the National Kidney um, Transplant Registry and signing up through there, they have a voucher program. So, Zach, let's say that tomorrow you decide to donate a kidney, get on the register. Yeah, what do I get? How much do I get? See if you match anybody, you get a you get actually a lot of really interesting stuff, but you also get a voucher that can be used for your family. So that if down the line you Well, have- what about me? What if I need a kidney all of a sudden? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. No, I mean, I wonder um, if it's happened that someone's given a kidney like you, and then they then their kidney's fucked. 
It absolutely does, and you end up getting moved to the top of the register. I would hope so. <laughs> That's like the fast pass. You get a fast pass. <laughs> You're a-okay um, if something like that happens. Wait, do you get – don't people um, sell their kidneys? Not legally in the U.S. Oh. Um, and that's actually part of like they are the tests that you go through to do this are bonkers. I mean, like I'm healthy. I don't really go to the doctor beyond, you know, occasional like annual whatever. But um, oh, my God, this is like the first time I did CT scans and all these crazy testing that you have to go through psychological counseling. You have to go of through. Like, yeah. Like different financial counseling so that you're fully aware of any potential. Yeah, who pays for that. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you because I'm just fascinated. But who who pays for all of this? Are you out of pocket? The no, the recipient's insurance covers everything. I think in total, I was out of pocket for maybe a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Wow. And the only reason for that was um, there was some. I mean, the testing process was long, 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 and um, I had uh, I was overdue for a Pap smear in my. Uh, PCP was super backed up because everybody's overdue or everybody's backed up with everything for COVID right now. And so mad props to Planned Parenthood because I reached out to them and explained that this was the last thing I needed before I could do this surgery. And they fit me in within a couple of days. Wow. All I'm getting out of this is that Donald and I aren't good enough people. (laughs) (laughs) No, you aren't a good enough person. I'm fine. Why don't you put your ass on the registrar then? You want me to put my ass on? You want my? You no, want me to not, donate my to, butt? Yeah, well, actually, someone cheeks. would probably take your ass. Can it's you donate? One. Can you donate ass cheeks? Mortem, you can absolutely donate um, skin that can be used for skin grafts or similar. No, we said ass. No cheek, cheek, cheek itself. Cheek itself. Cheek, cheek itself. I am unaware of any. Medical- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That's like a Scrubs fantasy, actually. Like, like someone, someone says you can have all my organs and my ass cheeks and my ass cheeks. Kind of like front butt. Front butt. Front butt. Hey, listeners! It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress, and let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. 
Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, you're incredible. Um, I think we should, for the interest of time, skip questions, but we could do fix your life if you want. Do you need your life fixed? Or do you have questions? Or do you have questions? You could pick. All right. All right. All right. Um, You know, I did have some questions, but again, in the interest of time. So my recipient was supposed to join today and last minute she wasn't able to, which was super disappointing. We met for the first time less than 12 hours before surgery. I mean, it was... Joelle, you you almost programmed the best show ever. You got like 80% <laughs> of the way there. Inches, inches. It was so Joelle, Joelle was- I give you 80% props. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. She <laughs> <laughs> was super, super, super disappointed. She wasn't able to make this, but she did ask me to share one thing. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I'll use my remaining time for this. 
which is that she was really fortunate in that um, she had this social media network where she was able to put out a call for a kidney and a stranger saw it, right? Um, Because she's got a pretty decent social media presence. But there's so many people out there who, who don't. Right. Right. And the there is such just drastic, drastic inequality against um, with transplant uh, transplant in general, with the differences between uh, deceased donor donations against like what I did, which is obviously living organ donation. And so her big call is just for people to think about ways to make the transplant process more inclusive and equitable for both recipients and donors and thinking that. I mean, the the numbers are staggering. 14 people join the National Transplant Registry every day. 20 wow. Americans die from kidney disease waiting for a transplant every day. The average wait wow. for a transplant is three to eight years. Oof. And during that three to eight years, you are on dialysis day in, day out. I mean, it is... Okay, so how can people who are, who are as saintly as you, who want to do this, where do they go to register? Yeah, you can go to kidney.org. That's the National Kidney Foundation website. Or you can go to just kidneyregistry.org. You can learn loads more about the process. And I totally get it. I'm so fortunate that I was able to do this because I don't have any kids, right? I just, I have two dogs and a cat, right? So I didn't have to worry about caring for somebody during my recovery. I have an amazing employer, shout out to Tim Miller, who gave me all the time off that I needed. I was actually back at work within a week because I was feeling really good, but somebody who gave me paid time off and all the space I needed also for all of my appointments, et cetera, everything leading up to this, like the stars just aligned perfectly that I'm in a place where I was not negatively impacted financially, physically, emotionally, psychologically, whatever, that I had such an amazing support system across the board. Yeah. And most people are amazing. I have to keep mine in case something happens to Donald, but I, I do think that a lot of people should sign up for this at kidney.org or kidneyregistry.org. Absolutely. Carolyn, I, you know, you you do so much for so many people. I hope you have, I hope you have a lot of someone out there that's doing something is yes, Carolyn. Are you, you on one of the dating apps? Maybe we can set you up. We, no, we had a I love don't connection. Want to, I'm, not, I'm not doing this to get her a date, dude. I'm just saying, man. She no, just, but maybe just we can somebody help her find love because another. Your, but maybe, but maybe that's not what she's looking for, bro. I'm just saying. I just hope love. you have somebody in your life, or some a group of people or friends in your life that are as supportive as you are. For complete strangers, yo. You are an amazing person. I think you Amen. are awesome, Carolyn. For real. Oh, oh I, I've got, I have an amazing support group. And also, you know, the puppy raising community is really, really tight. And so all of the other puppy raisers in town have been bringing me food and taking oh my, my dogs. Oh. And, you know, I have. It's like a, a Hallmark movie, Donald. I was going to say. <laughs> Donald and I are going to sell this to Hallmark, Connor. We'll cut you in. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's like a, it's like a Christmas movie. Seriously, how how my dog saved the no, how it's my got dog everything you need. It's got, it's got a beautiful woman giving her kidney to a blind stranger and puppies. Yeah, and and a comical moment with a dog. Yeah, yeah, boom. Lots of comical moments with the dog. I'm just waiting. We're hoping to um go visit the recipient uh, this week. It'll be the first time we've seen each other since the transplant. Wow. I can't I wait till you guys are friends and you can stop calling her the recipient. You know what? I'm honestly, I'm honestly just doing that because we're on here and she's not here, so I wasn't comfortable okay. using her name. No, of course. totally understand. Uh, totally just because she's she's not here, but well, if she oh, hears no, this, me. if she hears this, um, uh, we are so happy that you're doing well, and so happy that there are people like Carolyn out there who uh, 
who are saints on earth. I think one thing you can do is make sure that you're on the organ donor list, um, unless of, that's against your religious beliefs, of course. But I, I, I really, you can you can make sure it's usually on your driver's license if mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you were to die, um, and they can harvest and save lots of lives with mm-hmm. your uh, organs. And unlike scrubs, uh, they most likely won't have rabies in them. And right, they'll will... test them first before yeah. they just don't them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know. Postmortem organ donation there. Um, Everybody yeah. can have my kidney when I die. Both of your kidneys, not just the one. Yeah, everything. You can take everything. Okay. Just leave <laughs> my hair. I want. I want my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fall um, out anyway. I, I know, dude. I'm not an idiot. Come on. It's gonna fall out anyway. <laughs> Didn't you see Goonies? <laughs> Sloth, Chester, hate, Zach. Chester Copperpot had no hair left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish we that octopus end would have killed you. Zach. Okay, oh, I love you. Oh my god. All right, Carolyn, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for letting me on and letting me share this story about living organ donation. It's been a true life changer for me and hopefully this will inspire some of your listeners. I bet it will. I bet I bet you just made a big difference in a lot of people's lives because this show gets heard all around the world and I bet you uh inspired other people to do the same. I don't know if you know this, Carolyn, but we're a really popular podcast. Yeah, we're very huge. That was a humble brag. Carolyn. You guys, I only missed one podcast. I missed the live episode last week, but I watched. How it dare online. you? But that is literally the only episode I have missed since March of last year. Yay! Wow! You, well, thank you, Carolyn. Awesome. We appreciate thank that. You. All right, thank you so listening. much for coming on. Be healthy. Thank Take care, him. Bye. Wow! Wow, dude, we're not good enough people. All right. I got to get my shit together, dude. Yeah. With the amount of doctors that you guys have inspired over the years with the show and the amount of lives that those people it have inevitably saved out. with your influence. Right. And maybe Carolyn just uh, inspired people who do have the courage to do something like that. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Holy amazing cow. Woman. She's That is an amazing, amazing, selfless thing to do. And she saves children. Right. Like, it's like, but that's the thing. That's the thing that's, it's like, you're already doing good work. You yeah. need, you had to step it up another <laughs> notch, huh? Listen, everything <laughs> she does, everything up. she does is amazing. Yeah, Truly. everything. She, when she's yeah. not working on helping to find cures for rare pediatric diseases, she's training puppies for handicapped people. <laughs> yeah, truly. And when <laughs> she's not doing that, she's this donating movie's organs. Gonna be fire. Dude, yes. it's, <laughs> dude! Oh my God! It's got three things. It's got puppies. Yeah. It's got babies. I think and Amanda it's got Clutes kidneys. could pay, could play her. I agree. Yes, because Amanda, Amanda. It's an Amanda Clutes Hallmark movie. Bam! Boom. Let's do it. Done and done. Who doesn't want to see that? Well, Joel, you, you we mentioned I'm that you're good it. at pitching. Can you go yeah. pitch Let's that go. to Hallmark? I, Let's I got go. this. I got. We, we, we just did. We, we got, just did. Hallmark. We got, we got the movie for <laughs> we you. We need a Hallmark. We often have Hallmark movie ideas. We need a Hallmark executive <laughs> to be listening to the show. Yes. Because they're we're just pitching them free shit. Yeah, yeah. And email I, us at scrubsiheart at gmail.com, yep. Hallmark. And yeah, hey, listen, I don't want you stealing our ideas. If I see this story on Hallmark, I'm going to see your ass. You're dead to me, Hallmark. You're dead to me. Casey Cobble watched watch <laughs> the shit out of this movie on Hallmark, especially if it stars Amanda Clutes. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, guys, that's our very wacky show. Uh, we love you very much. Donald. Five, six, seven, eight. About show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who loved to hate I said he's got stories That you all should know So gather round to hear our Gather round to hear our
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.